Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen. And we are The Allens. Welcome to our podcast where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics, ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 20. Welcome to All In with The Allens. We've now come to a new point in our life when people text us <laughs> different ways to say hello. Swedish? In different languages. So today our girl Lisa. Yo. Hey, son. There you go. Hello. Hola. What language is that? Swedish? Yeah, the first one was. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Good morning. Maybe. Afternoon. Maybe it's the afternoon and they're going on a walk. True. Yeah, or driving through a drive-thru. Actually, things might be open by the time this airs. Yeah, I better stay state. home. Yeah, right. I ain't going out right now. I feel the same Unless way. Unless you really got to. Yeah. Then you got to like... I don't know. I really want a pedicure. I really want to play football. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can't always get what we want. Yeah, it's like that sometimes. So what are we? what are we going to get into today? Would you want to talk about some some meditation, some yeah, mindfulness stuff, some like of, routine? Yeah, let's do like let's do routine. Yeah, routine, cool. Like COVID nineteen routine, like what life recently has looked like, like current routine. Yeah, just even still trying to get it to yeah make yourself better. Okay, with like some focus on mindfulness and stuff in there too. Yeah, I feel cool. Like we get a lot of asks, a lot of a lot of asks, a lot of questions about that kind of thing. Like. How, what we do to keep our mind and yeah. stay positive and yeah. stuff like that all the time. And yeah, uh, well, you kind of introduced me to it, you know, and me, I did? me, like, kind of, you know, just telling me to, like, you know, focus on, you know, more mental stuff. And then I, I kind of got into it also yeah. with, uh, like, Kobe. Mm. Kobe was a big, Kobe was real big in that. You know, so uh, Kobe was real big in like the mama mentality and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And also reading the book uh, Relentless. Wait, let's talk about Kobe first. Okay. You've always, you've always been a Kobe fan. Yeah. Like his work ethic. For sure. And you read all those books. Yeah. Like, like, as long as those were like, no offense, but before you were a reader, that was, was the like people, the one, yeah. the one thing you would read. Yeah, for sure. Because man, it's just, it was just something about Kobe and just like how... He saw the world and he saw life that I, I kind of... I feel like he was futuristic. Yeah, he was. He always was working for the future and was always looking to something that was like better, you I know? I feel he, like he understood the compounding effect. I yeah. feel like you guys have a lot of similarities in the sense of like your work ethic and like what you want yeah. out of life. So and that's for not sure. surprising. And, I, and I, I'm telling you, to be 100% honest, I took a lot of it from him because I... Learned from the best. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that's one thing that I've learned to do in this life is to find the people that I really like I'm impressed by and like mm-hmm. I like and I like the stuff that they do and I study the, the way that they they move things because I think that like us as human beings we have this un I think we have like this I think we have like unlimited amount of data and stuff that like especially with the books that I'm reading mm-hmm. now and stuff like that is showing like studies that we have like unlimited amounts of processing and we are limitless. Yeah, for real. Like just by the book, you know, Jim. I Quick. haven't read it yet. But. Yeah, it's a great book. 
It's a really great book. I'm going to back, back on that. Um, but it's just showing that we can learn by just studying and... Like, we can go as far as we make up our minds to go, yes, essentially. For sure. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if you want to study anything, you probably can't become a polar bear if you want to freaking... I mean, polar bear. I would hope that if you're going to put this much time and energy into anything, something other yeah, than no, becoming I had to go a off the wall or something. polar bear. <laughs> you can't become, like, an eagle or something. So like, you have don't to be stay human, like, but you okay, can be a, a human and become any kind of human you want yeah, to be. Yeah, you, you can, like... Cause, but... Yeah, because I think, like, at one point in time, like, even... That being said, at one point in time, I don't think I always had, like, such a positive mind. Can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. We were living in Atlanta, so it hasn't been that long. Uh-huh. We were driving to dinner, and there was, like, this beautiful sunset. Mm-hmm. And you were driving, and I was in the passenger seat. And I said to you, like, oh, my gosh, just, like, look at the colors of, like, the sky right now. Like, think about all the things that had to happen for it to look like this. <laughs> and you just had this, like, dumbfounded, like, look on your face. And you looked at me, and you're like... Can I be honest with you? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, I've like never really noticed things like that before. Nah. I remember looking at you and being like, what do you mean you've never noticed things like that before? Like those are like the little. Victories of life. Little like nuggets of life and the little silver linings of life. Like you have to notice those things. So. Like I'm just starting to figure out, you know, like I said, I I listen to the Bible. I'm just finally on this, you know, path to listen to the Bible by myself. And. I'm just starting to figure out the little omens of the world. Like, you know, yeah. like what a rainbow means. And, you know, yeah, just like, I mean, like just those small little things. Like, even so, like, what if it, you know, you know, some people might not believe in that stuff and stuff like that. And, and that is okay. But, you know, what if it is something behind it? You know? Listen. Let me believe. Let me be. Let me, yeah, whatever you want to. want to. But I'm going to tell you right now, there is something behind it. Like, we have talked so often and so frequently about, like, coincidences and yeah. whatever you want to label it you want to call it god you want to call it the universe you want to call it spirit it doesn't yeah. matter like what whatever it is for you let it be that like i know what it is for me and that's my opinion but that's it's real yeah. and in my opinion and in my life the the minute that you recognize it and you label it and you acknowledge it it becomes even more real and you get to see more of the miracles and more of like all of the silver linings that that life does have to I offer, but like you have to notice it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, gotta, yeah. like there, it's happening all the time, whether you notice it or you don't. Yeah, for sure. So, like, why don't why not just notice it? No, because your brain, because your brain focuses on the things that you wanted to focus on. Right. So it, it naturally comes with you know the state that you're in. You know, yeah. I know I just think that on like a totally no 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 that's okay scientific you know level. I listened to something last night though in bed it was talking all about why the honeymoon effect of like relationships and marriage specifically like why it happens to us and then why it goes away Mm -hmm. and it's it talks so much about our subconscious mind versus our conscious mind Mm -hmm. and it was saying that this kind of freaked me out being a parent of young kids but essentially we are pro we have seven years from the day a child is even like conceived in our bodies until they turn seven that we essentially program their entire world. That's a lot of effing pressure. I know, that's terrible. It's horrible, but it's like, okay, I feel like I can say I've done a really good job so far, but like I'm going to do things even better now yeah, moving forward. But that's like, it's like... Okay, wait. What so, do you do with the years after those? So like eight through the other? Like you could just like... It's done. Yes. No, <laughs> no, no like, you know. yeah, but just let them go. Like whatever, seven 
seven years are over. You're on your own. You're on your own, bro. No joker. No, but, but I get that. I okay, know exactly wait. what you're saying. So let me say. So let me finish what I'm saying. So you have seven <laughs> years. The first seven years of a child's life that becomes a person, like their entire mind is essentially programmed in those first seven years. So what happens is that they pick up on patterns and they pick up on traits and whatever they live in, they see for those first seven years becomes their entire reality. So like whatever you tell them about themselves, however they see you interact with people in your life, like that is fact to them because yeah. they know no different. Oh man! So then those things become their habits in the way that, that they frame the world that they see. So essentially what it all comes down to is like whatever our experience is in life is what we're telling ourselves that it is. Over and over. So we could all live in through the same scenario, but we could get to the other side of it and every single one of us would have something different to say about the exact same thing we just walked through. So what happens with the honeymoon effect and like when we first meet somebody is that it's the first time that we stop thinking because like the love and the hormones and like the infatuation we have with the person, we, we stop thinking about this like cassette tape that's rolling in our minds all the time and labeling everything. And we just allow ourselves to be in the moment Oh, and we act on that's what meditation instinct. Is. It's exactly what meditation is. So it talks about how, you know, that's why in the beginning phases of meeting somebody or getting something new, like everyone thinks like, oh, if I could acquire this, I'll be happy. Like, yeah. It, it was does a, give you like a like a chemical release. Yeah, but then your body gets used to that chemical release and then it's that's your new baseline. Yeah. And then you're chasing for the next best thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So that's when, why like buying a new pair of shoes is so fleeting. Exactly. And it's like, and that's why it's such a lie when people look at successful people with materialistic things and think like, Oh, they have to be, be so happy because they drive a Bentley or she must be so happy because she has a vintage mm. Chanel bag. Like I'm driving through my neighborhood. Listen, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I love my vintage Chanel bag, but does it make me happy? No. no. Nah. Like happiness is such a state of mind and it's a choice that you make. That stuff only lasts for so long because like even just, just the thought of being like humans, we look at life and everything as old you know, old and new. Mm, so like, even when you buy, like even with cars, you can buy a car mm -hmm. and it can be, you know, it can have one mile on it, but it's a 2014. Mm -hmm. It's considered brand new. But if that same style, a 2000 or whatever, 2020 comes out, people want the 2020 and they don't even want the 14 anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even though this, this is like with a pair of shoes, like, you know, the people who make these shoes and stuff like that, they do a great job because it's like, they will give you this build up. That shoe will come out, and then within like the next two weeks, another nice pair of All shoes. All I can think yeah. about is iPhone. Oh yeah, they get you every time. They don't get me. They get me. They don't get me. They got me every we time. We fight about so this a lot because I still, I still have my same like iPhone. That terrible phone. That's okay. God, man. <laughs> You can't do nothing on it. You can't even order food on that phone. No, you she can't. Still like, use that all phone. of my software is so out of date that like none of my apps function. But there, there's just something about knowing that I didn't get got, you know, like you didn't get me, <laughs> right? Like I still rock in this phone and it's still working, but I will say I have a second phone that is like a newer one that, that you I got, got two, me. Hey, oh, plug it one for my baby. And he knows all the passwords <laughs> <laughs> and they're totally open and it's not a bad phone, but, right. but I use that one for photos and like all of that kind of stuff. So I guess they did kind of get me. But I feel better still rocking with my they, they got me. They got, I actually bought it for you. And you gave it to me. Yeah, I actually so bought it, it for you for like 
my birthday. Yeah, and then you let it sit in a drawer for like three months. Come on, I fought it for three months. And I'm like, you know what? Come on, dog. Yeah, you like torture There's yourself. There's something wrong with me. It's definitely it's official. Um, I got two. Hey, bro. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay. So so let's go back to kind of what you were talking about with like the brain mm-hmm. and that I kind of introduced you, which that's such a compliment. Thank you to like this whole way of like being mindful. Would you, what would you say has changed in your life since recognizing that like you can be present in moments? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I just, I'm just so much more efficient. Okay. It's like, cause I used to catch myself. I still do. You know, <laughs> I was about to call. You, I was really about. To, I was gonna call you out this time because I know where this is going. Go ahead. I walk around in circles a oh lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's true. So I get my steps in. Don't worry about me. You don't me need my, more steps. Hey, back you off. You need to sit down. <laughs> nah, but um, man, I used to. I used no. I used to just waste a lot of time, and I used to just want to um find something to do with. Mm, my time good. instead of you wanted to distract yourself yeah it, and that's really what it is it is it's like it is you just really distracting yourself because like every time i would find something that would just distract myself after i got done with it i never felt like felt. fulfilled or yeah. i never felt better yeah so uh just being able to like meditate and just like kind of have taught me to understand that Mm-hmm. It's just like you kind of like understand the cues that you've built just through from, you know, being the kid. Zero to, to seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real, to being now. And the, the stuff that you've done in high school and you did in college and stuff like that, you got to try to like fight back and rewire yeah. a lot of that stuff that you was already doing because like naturally. You like just it, got used to it. Yeah, and, and it's like I, I don't know like the direct number but I, I think it's like 80% of the time we in like this autopilot mode mm-hmm. and that's why like most people like drive home mm-hmm. and then you make it home and you just like wonder like how didn't I crash my car mm, interesting you know like yeah. how didn't I crash my car but I'm home you know yeah. or I don't remember like, or you can read you can for sure you can read a whole chapter of a, a book mm-hmm. and you don't remember nothing about it right you know so like what are you actually doing in that time so um, meditation has taught me to like fight out of that quicker mm-hmm. so like i can i can catch myself when i go into like that autopilot mode and i can fight myself and instead of uh you know daydreaming you know and because it's, it's crazy because your body still works yeah like you fully function like man but like the more, i know i'm always going on like these tangents and these little rants but like no it's great the more you study about like the brain mm-hmm. the more you start to realize we actually are like a supercomputer yeah and you know the way we program ourselves is by the habits that we do on a daily basis so that when you do kick into like the 80% of autopilot, the habits that you're chasing and the stuff that you're doing all the time is productive stuff. Yeah. So like my autopilot now is I kick in and I want to read a book. You're doing good things. You know what I'm saying? Or I want to work out. Yeah. Or like, because that's the thing is even when you're working out, sometimes you can catch yourself just going through the motions of doing a workout. Like, yeah. like me listening to Kobe and me listening to like some of these most successful people is you have to learn to fight yourself to a point that you you have to be so focused and so detailed on that work and because you're trying to get you know you need all 100 yeah. percent of your mind space and it's it's, it's 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 like deliberately like trying to get the job done you fully focusing on the task at yeah. hand for me it was i'll never forget i read a book 
and chapter one of the book was called The Inner Roommate. Mm -hmm. And I had never, prior to reading this book, realized that I had a voice in my head. Yeah, and, and okay, listen, everybody so, has so that be- voice So in before head you're too. sitting there thinking like she, she's off her rocker, like <laughs> things talk to her in her head, you have a voice in your head too. Oh, and for sure, we all do. Maybe you're hearing this for the first time today, but just think about when you read a book out loud, you're, you're, you hear the, the words in your head. Yes or no? Yes. So, sorry, not when you read out loud. Like when you're sitting and you're reading a book in silence. Yeah, yeah. I want to say shit. I sorry. better hear that book. Oh my gosh, I'm really, yeah, she's really lost it. Sorry. So when you're sitting and you're reading a book- or a piece of mail, uh-huh. you're not reading it out loud. Yeah. But you're still hearing yeah, somebody the re- words on that page. Mm-hmm. What is that? That's your inner roommate. Yeah. It's the same voice you hear when you- You're tired on that treadmill and it's trying to tell you get off, but you actually want to go. Stop. Yeah, it's but the you same still voice go. in your head that someone could look at you a certain way without saying anything at all. And it's the voice that tells you that that person's judging you when yeah. really in reality, that person, just like your outfit. that person might be looking at you thinking- you're the finest thing they've ever seen and you look great today. So that voice in your head is not you. It's all of these things that you've been programmed to believe about whatever the situation is over the years. So like when I learned that one, that voice in my head wasn't me and that two, that voice in my head, I didn't have to listen to it. Mm -hmm. That was really the beginning of like this whole journey for me of like really figuring out my mind. And it, and it forced me, the next awesome thing I learned was like, Every emotion I feel is not fact. Mm-hmm. Like we're allowed to be situation. Like we're allowed to feel whatever it is that we're feeling in a moment, but just because we feel that way doesn't mean that it's right. And it doesn't mean it has a stay. And it doesn't mean we have to act on it. Yeah. It's the other thing. So it's like let emotions come and go. And so now what I do when I when I find myself feeling something different than I was feeling the moment before. So let's say a very tangible experience that maybe you've never experienced, but I'm guessing you have. You're sitting, you're having a good day, you're scrolling Instagram, you're in a good mood. And then all of a sudden you feel yourself not really feeling as good as you felt before you started scrolling Instagram. Yeah. What do most people do in that moment? They keep scrolling, they get off their phone, their mood is bad for the rest of the day, and they never stop to think why. Mm -hmm. That used to be me until I learned that acknowledge the emotion I'm feeling and then label it. So now I stop myself as soon as I feel a shift and I'm like, why all of a sudden do I feel jealous or why all of a sudden do I feel negative or why all of a sudden do I feel like I can't quite embrace my pregnant body the way I want to and then I'm like oh wait it's because um Murata or however you say her name the supermodel just just (laughs) launched her new lingerie and swimwear line yesterday and she has 18 abs and I'm over here (laughs) massive like this is why now I don't feel confident so so it's like this is what I'm saying is if you can stop yourself in the moment like allow yourself to feel what you feel understand why you feel what you feel and then just like let it go you do so much less damage in your life and you're so much happier yeah and you know you probably know this but and i know some people who close to me know this that like even me i feel like i'm in a good spot at the age that i'm at i feel like i'm scrapping and i'm still growing and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but i have to delete instagram off my phone sometimes because like I delete Instagram off my phone if like people who follow me and stuff like that. Y'all have seen it. Like I've come up missing for a, a while because like man, Instagram have you feeling like you're just not enough sometimes. It's Which just is like, like awesome that you can admit that because I feel like so many people look to you yeah. and like see your success and think like, oh, he has it all. And yeah. so for you to be able to honestly and vulnerably acknowledge like, yeah, I may have it all, but like sometimes it feels like even 
all of this isn't man. enough. Like that's, that's very big of real. you. For real, man. Because it's like. But that's what people don't talk life, about. Life, like I said, like you always try to say, like life isn't comparison, you know. But it's like that's what we we do. Like even us, this is like athletes. We compared to you know other human beings all day. You're compared every to day. your siblings. So you're you're like, compared to everybody your whole yeah, life. Yeah, that's exactly. So it's like. You, you try not to be in a, a life of comparison, but the first thing that you do is when you look at someone's pictures, like, you're like, dang, they look happy. Mm-hmm. And they look happy. Why do they look happy? They look happy because in this picture, they look happy because they got a nice car in the back. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, and I got nice cars. Yeah. But like, some of them got more cars. Some of them got more houses. Some of them got, you know, and it's always totally. going to be like that. Always. I, like I said, I can bring up Floyd, like Floyd Mayweather, LeBron, those are the type of people Kobe, mm-hmm. you know, like those are the type of people that I've always, you know, looked up That's for. True. And, you know, I don't know if I ever make it to that level. Like I always think in my head, yeah, because I'm a futuristic person and I'm not scared. Like, you know, I feel like they've done it, you yeah. know, and people have, you know, taken different mini paths like Colonel Sanders hit, you know, billion dollars. So he he became like 65. 65 though, years right? old. He never, yeah, yeah, he never became successful until later. Yeah. So like. I feel like, you know, that's just like my mindset. I can become like somebody super successful. Yeah, so and, like and I'm you always... can and you will, but your drive for wanting the success is not to have the things. No. And that's the difference. But I feel like if we would have been having this conversation nine years ago. Probably totally probably be different. totally different. Because until, until you have the things mm-hmm. and you accomplish the thing you think is going to bring you happiness. You never understand. You don't understand and you don't realize like that's not what it's about. Uh-huh. To me, to me, it's like when we finally were able to buy a home and we, we bought our dream house. Yes, it was incredible that we got to live in such a beautiful place. But to me, it was nothing to do with the house as much as it was to do with all of the sacrifice we had to make yeah. leading up to being able to buy the house. Like yeah, that's sure. what bought me. That's what brought me the joy of being able to live here was like right. we saved player performance money every single year. Yeah. Because we knew someday, like, whatever team we're with and wherever we're at, if we set we player performance no aside, <laughs> we'll be able to have a nice down payment so on we, a home someday. So we can save for ourselves. Yeah, but, like, we didn't go on all the trips we wanted to. Like, we didn't buy all the things that uh, we, we necessarily never. wanted. Like, we were comfortable, but we made sacrifices. So then when we got to that point of achieving that thing that we wanted, that's what made it so sweet. It yeah, wasn't that sure. it was the house. It could have been... It could have been that it was to buy an apple tree for the backyard and you had to do X, Y, and Z. Like, it's never what it actually is. It's yeah. it's the process to get there, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and, and that's always, and the more, you know, the more we continue to succeed in this life, I think the more we start to, like, enjoy, like, the yeah. process. And you yeah. start to realize, like, you know, it was always funny to me, like, when you sit down and you talk around with a whole bunch of boys who finally have, you know, achieved their dreams and, you know, got the contract and stuff that they want, and, you know, them and their families are set forever. Yeah. You start to, like, hear the old conversations, and they're all like, man, I remember the good times. See? You know? It's like, and, you know, if the good times were, you know, back then, the tough times, which is considered, you know, at that time, like, maybe now, you know, for some people, or, you know, you know, even just, you know, always just, grinding to try to make it to the next level mm-hmm. if that's considered you know if the old times are always considered the good times why don't we just enjoy the times now because we're in them yeah we're living them yeah you know it's 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 really true and i think it's i just think it's really cool to to be able to recognize that and to know it's like being able to have lived through a few of those cycles like with you and on our journey and then to get to now. like that 
finish line of like a few of our goals as a family and like as a couple and like as individuals to get there and then to look back on it, it, it changes the way I walk through like the valleys in the future. Like even right now with this pregnancy, it's like, I have fought so freaking hard every step of the way, you know? And it's like, still, I keep coming up short Yeah, and I'm not going to lie and say I I've had the best, most positive attitude about this the whole time. Oh, like, but you've been more so positive than not. And and I've and and that's and I appreciate that. You know, it's like yeah, I you found me crying in the shower. You know, after our appointment last week. But like, I like that it didn't take me that long to get myself to a good place. And like in the past, I couldn't have necessarily said that that would be true. Like it would have put me in the tank. Yeah. And so now it's like what I do is I like I've said before I recognize what I'm feeling. I I label what it is that I'm feeling, and then I come up with like instead of going into like why me. I frame my mind to think like, what is this teaching me? Yeah. And every single time I've been able to do that in anything hard that I've gone through in my life, I always come out better for it. Yeah, for sure. Because you, do you believe that life happens to you or for you? I think it depends on the moment you ask me. And 100% life happens for me. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. But in, in the really hard times, it's easy to make that switch to think like, why is this happening to me? Come on. Right? And that's okay. Like I had that too. It's okay. Yeah. But you're you're not human and you're lying to yourself if you say that you've never once felt yeah, that. But sure. and, and you should allow yourself to feel that and you shouldn't rush it, but you also need to kick yourself in the ass and get yourself like, out of on. that. Like yeah. give yourself that time to mourn. Give yourself that time to grieve. Give yourself that time to feel sorry. But like set a time in your mind like I've got one day to get over this yeah because it, it life goes on yeah. I actually um I was listening and the reason I like meditating so so much and sometimes like the meditation part is hard for me and I'm actually starting to get better because you know like I'm still trying to learn how to meditate I've been doing mm-hmm. it for you know I think like two and a half years now I don't and think I'm, you ever figure it out no you I really don't no. I, I don't think nobody ever said like I've mastered meditating Oh, I think but, that's the whole point of it. Yeah, but it's, it's just cool to like, you know, when I sit there and I close my eyes and I, and I get away from everything, mm-hmm. it's just cool to like see what my mind is continuously thinking about. Right. So you can actually like find like your habits and you can find like your sweet spots and you can find like actually what you're striving for or what you're not striving for within, you know, closing your eyes and actually just sitting there for 10 minutes and see like, what is your body urging you to get up and go do? It's interesting. I, I had made a note in my phone because I was listening to something um, about meditation. And meditation, the word itself actually means to become familiar with. No. Did you know that? No. So so you're like you just said, it's interesting to sit back and listen to what my mind is constantly thinking about. Like when you take a moment to be silent and to mm-hmm. be quiet, you're actually becoming familiar with yourself. Yeah. So how could you ever have a bad meditation? Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe your mind is wandering more that day, but it's like, you're still just getting to know yourself better. Yeah, for real. And what was the thing you told me this morning about like um, the best business advice someone ever gave was to spend more time working on themselves than working on their job. How do you feel about that? Oh, that that right there is like that is like one of the the best things that I think I've ever like heard. Do you think self development is selfish? Yeah, but no. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. I mean, I see it like you're going to spend time doing things one way or another. Like you said at the beginning of this episode, like I I found that my habit was just so easy to go play video games. Yeah. Well, that's selfish to me because you going to play video games is not doing anything for anyone 
besides, not what even for you. It's not even know, really doing it, anything for you. Yeah, it, it, it will if you try to become professional. Okay. You know, because you can't make money off of it. And now it has okay, turned into like a like, new thing. But fine. I wasn't doing that. No. I was in there trying to get some buckets on 2K. This is what I'm saying. So it's like, if <laughs> you're going to spend time man. doing things for yourself, which everyone should, yeah. I don't feel like it's selfish because you're going to spend that time one way or another. Yeah, for sure. And then it's, it's kind of hard for me to tell myself, like, if I want to be, like, one of the greatest, like, in this world to, like, to, to live this life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and, and I don't even know what that means, you know, but if I want to do that and maybe in the job or the field of being just a husband, maybe Whatever. being a coach, you know, like trying to take my, you know, me as a player and go as far as stretch myself as far as I can. I can't, I can't, when I sit down and I write like, uh, down like what I've done all day, I can't lie to myself, mm. you know? Yeah. Like I can't, I can't lie to myself and then look at my goals, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the night or in the morning and stuff like that. And then write down like what I'm doing that day and then cross check it to what I did that day. Mm-hmm. I can't lie to myself and tell me like is this okay? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like is this is is this really gonna get me to where I'm trying to go? Yeah, no, that's that's very real. And I think that, you know, obviously things in life happen. Like there are things that are far out of our control. Yeah. But like your life looks the way it looks because of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had had a lot of I had a lot of help. I'm gonna be very careful when I say that because I don't want people to think that I'm like, you know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, stuff happens and it's unfortunate or you're dealt a, a hand or you're born into a family with this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, your life looks the way it looks because of you. Because you can't go through your whole life blaming everybody. What was that? Blaming everybody uh, around you. You know, when like Rico just said, it's like you can't sit there and compare your list of dreams with your list of productivity for a day and lie to yourself and tell you it's good enough because at the end of the day you know it's not good enough so something else that I wrote down that I thought was really interesting that I learned um, is that whatever our bodies want we've taught them to be that way so like becoming conscious not only of our minds but of our bodies is a really important thing so like if you catch yourself wanting to complain or to eat bad food or associating one thing with something else like we do that. We wire our brains that way to make those pathways and make those connections where you associate one thing with another, or you associate going to dinner with your girlfriends with a you know a drama filled session where we're going to talk about everybody else and no. and then and then that becomes the association and then that just becomes habit. Yeah, life is associated. Like you never stop yourself to think like, why did this become this way? Yeah. So even just having that voice in your head tell you or you notice that you're reaching for something or you're wanting to do something and stopping yourself in that moment, even if you aren't able to stop yourself, the noticing is the first victory. Yeah, for sure. I remember like even just thinking about like my association with like, just like uh, when I first got to the Falcons, just mm-hmm. like my association with, you know, maybe guys that was in the locker room. Because mm-hmm. when I first got there, like when I first got there, I was like the like the low draft pick. Yeah. You know, I didn't think like many. I didn't think many people thought very high of me. You know, I was cut. I was put on practice right. squad. So like every time, like you know, for the whole year, I kind of just sat in my locker. Nobody not really didn't really talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like I was kind of like the invisible guy of the um, the facility for like you know for maybe a year and a half. Yeah, but, and that's the story you told yourself. Yeah, 
And but the thing is, I did talk to many people. That's what I'm saying. I know. And then, it, but it was like it was crazy because like the next year when I came back, like every time I would walk past like a group of dudes maybe talking, and I didn't like uh like say anything to them or I didn't like talk before. to them. yeah yeah um I just always like just felt like like tension like they didn't like me or you know what I'm saying or maybe like you know they were like they didn't want me here or things mm -hmm. like that and then like when I started to like study like the mind and the brain and, and things like that. And I started to realize that like life is really, you never really understand or you never really truly know what somebody thinks of you. No. And life is about what you perceive their perception is of you. Mm -hmm. So if you walk past a group of people and you think that every time you walk past that group, they like, look at this you know what I'm saying like, yeah. we don't we don't like him or you know what I'm saying like it's just like some negative thoughts in your head you're gonna always feel tense when you walk past that group mate. yeah and then you know I just I just started to like switch that talk in my head and I started you know what I'm saying I started like studying like Kobe and just like you know confidence within yourself so and, what you know, did you just, do so you stopped and you started to say what's up yeah, I said, no, I've, I've, I've always been a guy in a sense like when I was walking past some groups anyways you I would always, acknowledge yeah, people always. but you would keep it moving yeah but like I, even so, like if if I don't stop and walk past their group now, like now I walk past that group and I'm like, they was to look at me and you know what I'm saying like when I first got there and maybe the big group of people was to look at me and I didn't think very high of myself like that. I would think they didn't. There, yeah, and it, there's it is a the thought. golden it is. ticket. It is. it is, it is, it's all, it's all a thought in your head because exactly. like this is what I used to think about myself because exactly. I wasn't playing. It's exactly. So it's, it's exactly. it was, it was all you know nothing my, to do with that. No, it, it never. To do with you. Yeah, for real. And they probably like had so much respect for me, like me back then, the same way they like me now. You know they did because they tell you. Yeah, for sure. They used to always tell they, me that I had like... But they tell you now yeah. about stories of yourself when you were that rookie and how hard you worked. Yeah, like, for sure. So they all always that notice time me and stuff that like you that. spent but yeah. thinking this one story and telling yourself this narrative, here we are seven years later and you're finding out that all of this was never yeah. even true. So yeah, I just started walking past the groups and just thinking in my head, you know... Like, and it just I'm gave me more confidence. Here. Yeah, I'm supposed to be here. Like, they like me. Like, you know, if they was looking at me, if somebody looked at me, I'm like, boy, they think my shoes, the freshest shoes on the block exactly. or something like that. Like, you know, I just, I just try to always give myself, you know, that confidence. And, you, you know, because if, if you don't believe it, nobody else. And it might be a little awkward at first. Like, you do have to yeah. fake it till you make it. And, and that's the thing is, because some people say that, like, that's, that you're not supposed to, but. Whatever. But I would rather fake being happy than. The alternative. You know what I'm saying? And just walk around being na Thinking nasty and mad. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't think you got to like fake it in the sense of like trying to not be somebody that you are, but like. No, don't, man, don't pretend you, to be someone you're not. But yeah, if but like if you're having life, a bad day, you don't have to walk around and let everybody know. Yeah, you know and you saying? also don't have to walk around pretending that you're the happiest person on earth. Yeah, but, for sure. But if this is the, if the, if you notice the patterns and the narratives you've told yourself your whole life are stories like I'm not good enough and I don't deserve to be here. Look at where that got you. And if if living that way and thinking those things have gotten you to where you are today and it's not where you want to be, read between the lines. Yeah. It's it's time gotcha. to start telling yourself a different story. It's time to start telling yourself. Because that's the only one that really matters. It is. It's time to start telling yourself you deserve to be here. But if there's ever a part of you that looks at your dreams list versus your task list for a day and you realize like, okay, I'm not really doing everything I need to be doing to, to get there. Like, don't keep lying to yourself. You yeah. know, like put in the work, put in all of the work. And even if you put in all the work and you still hear that negativity in your head or you're questioning yourself, that's when you start faking it. Tell yourself like, I worked hard. I damn sure 
deserve to be in this room or sitting at this table or interacting with these people. Like you have to, you have to tell yourself yeah, that. No, you like, it's a to, mentality even, before it's a reality. There's a reason that's right. a saying. Dang right. And it's like, even when you think about like, uh, some of the best, you know, like boxers, you think about like Muhammad Ali and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like he always talk himself up. But like when you, like when you talk yourself up and stuff like that, like, and you believe it, you got to go do it. You, you better know? do the background work to go yeah, with it. Else you you're just to, lying to yourself. For sure. And, and especially if you like want to be like a person, you know, like who, you know, Muhammad Ali was like, and he put that out there. Like that was like what motivated him to become that person. You exactly. know, like he spoke that into like existence because That's he real. knew that like, he knew that, like, the people was watching him, you know, like, if he didn't uphold yeah. to it, it was easy, you know? It so was easy for people to pick it out. So it's just, like, the way you want to go by it. Okay, wait. So you just said something, and I think this should be the last thing that we discussed because I feel like we're going to have conversations like this so frequently. Oh, yeah. But you said you put it out there. Mm-hmm. So for so long, this is – I watched a, a quick documentary video last night that talks about how, like, really just how powerful our thoughts are. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the brain scan that they used to do, but I'll describe it in like simple terms. So they used to have to put like electromagnetic pads on a person's physical skull mm-hmm. to be able to read what their thoughts are. So they would hook these these um, wires up all over a person's brain and the, the wires would be connected to a computer and they would show the person a series of images or play sounds. And then based upon the transmission from the brain to the pads on the head, to the wires, to the computer, they would be able to see what the brain was doing. Now, we have realized through science that they're able to do that exact same thing for that test without anything at all touching a person's head. So now they're putting people's heads inside these big, like, like balloon type things. So Mm -hmm. they're like, four feet by four feet. You, almost like when a woman goes to a salon and she puts that thing over her head to dry her yeah, hair, yeah. make her foil set. So imagine that, but just like on a much larger scale. So nothing is physically touching a person's head. And they show them the same series of images, the same number of sounds. And they're able to compare when the pads are touching the head with the wires to when nothing at all is touching the head. And it is the exact same feedback. Mm-hmm. So if you don't think that energy is, energy is <laughs> real or that, vibes like it's so cliche like but but it's real like what you think about you put out there no but and it's funny you say that because like it was a coach that told me that he was like nobody can see your intentions but everybody can feel your energy Mm. it's like like, yeah it's real it's like i like that a lot nobody like you got these thoughts in your head that you may think that you might be doing something for a certain reason but like that vibe and that energy that you feel off that's how people get reads on you man so it's like your energy is like a, a, a big part of your like your life. Dang right. Like before you can speak for yourself or introduce yourself, yeah. like your energy does you can't that. Really, you can't really, that's the thing, it's hard to fake energy because like even if somebody like this is like, can you? It's, it's, it's hard to fake energy. I don't know. Man. Is it even possible to fake energy? If you can do it, you the real deal. <laughs> Let me know. But it's like, like you, you can tell like if somebody tell you like, I'm okay, but like just by, oh, okay, okay, you know what I'm saying? Just saying. by like looking at them, you be like, hmm. Okay, wait. So let me ask you something. This is something else that I recently learned and listened to. I know we're supposed to be finishing on that. No, it's okay. But how (laughs) how honest are you when someone asks, how are you? Would you tell me, tell me nine out of 10 times, how honest are you when someone asks the question, hey, Rico, how are you? What is, what is your initial response? See me, I'm always say like, I'm great. Mm -hmm. And have you ever said that when you're not? 
Yeah, all the time. Or is it easy to say, I'm straight or I'm great? You know, I try to say I'm great more than I'm straight, but yeah, yeah even if like, let's say if I'm probably having like a, a bad day, I'm straight. Yeah. When people ask me how I am, nine times out of 10, I'm going to say I'm good. And and I realized this pattern in myself when last Wednesday after my doctor's appointment, I had a girlfriend text me to check on me and like see how it went. And I f- first typed out, it was, it was good. And then I deleted it and I typed out like the most rawness of my soul mm-hmm. And sent it to them. And then I immediately followed with, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, that's so much. Because it made me realize, like, I'm really not that honest when people ask, mm-hmm. how are you? Like, we're not. We're just trained as, like, it's the nice thing to ask. Yeah. But then you know I also, me with, like, that stoic, I'm trying to be, yeah. like, a stoic mindset and stuff like that. Never, ever complaining about things. But, but it was so yeah. cool because my girlfriend was like, no, that's why I'm asking you. Yeah, for real. You know, like, that's why I asked you because I wanted you to be honest with me. But it's like, sometimes I think we don't even ask those questions because we're afraid of the honesty that a person could give back to us. Because like what I said was like some really deep, like it was sad. Like I was sad that day. I felt like I was being robbed of something that I want to experience so bad in my life. And like to really put those things into words and say them, like imagine if the person that asked me that question wasn't prepared to feel that or didn't really want to ask me, like that's awkward. And we protect people from that. Yeah, for sure. So I think we should end there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I just think this is this is something you and I talk about a lot. Yeah, this is what we always it's talk like about. It's like a foundational part of our, our lives. Life, yeah. Um definitely more to come. It's probably one of the best parts of our lives too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like this is what kind of makes everything else, you know, that like what like you know, like our we we got somewhat of a chaotic life because we always oh, we are all we on the go. Like it's yeah, it's slowed down a bit. Now, no, we're all gas, no brakes. Yeah, but yeah, we always don't go. Always. So, and things are always changing, and yeah. and there's a lot that is demanded of you and I, for sure, as individuals and as a family. I'm not gonna lie and say there's yeah. not. And and it's easy. It'd be easy to get overwhelmed with it. Yeah, for sure. And I think just our the the way that we think and the way that we constantly try to better understand ourselves and one another is is a big part of why we can be okay. You know, really, like really okay. Okay, that's enough. That's enough for the day. I hope your head's not hurting. See you later. Bye. Bye. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review. Hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs>